world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land of freedom forgot the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. You do that to me all the time. Yes. So, my teaser today talked about, are we canceling Christmas and the holidays? <laughs> are we going to can- cancel the elites? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we're going to just play it by ear. <laughs> you know, everything is a problem today. Everything is racist. Everything is biased. Uh, we all just can't live together in unity and hate each other for other reasons, right? <laughs> uh, seriously. It, it's well, we the, do. It, well, of course. <laughs> but it's to this point now where, uh, you know, everything is identity po- politics and tribalism. Yeah. Uh I don't know if anybody's seen the video, but, uh, you know, when you do visit Santa now, the kids, it's through a plexiglass shield. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's the six-foot table, it's and so Santa's at the bizarre. end of the six-foot table, and in the middle of three feet is a sheet of plexiglass, and the kid sits on a chair three feet on the other side of These the plexiglass poor kids. and yells to Santa what they want for Christmas. Oh. And there was this mall Santa... Uh, whose ass needs to get kicked all the way back to the North Pole, and I would do it. This young kid uh, basically told Santa he wanted a Nerf gun, and Santa said, you're not getting a Nerf gun from me. Nice. All right? You've got to ask your father or somebody else. Because now anti-gun. Yeah, because Santa had to inject the politics of firearms. We cannot get... Away from the politics anywhere. No. Sports no. is gone. Santa is gone. So the kid is gone. started crying. Ugh. Like like waterfall crying. You know, uh, and the mother came over to console him and the Santa Claus was like, I don't like guns. He was like mumbling in the background and stuff. Well, they fired his ass. Good. And the next day, the local uh, police department, uh, they dressed as Santa, and they brought the kid a Nerf gun to his house, wrapped in a, in a uh, package. <laughs> and, uh, to, yeah, to, to, make, to make it right. But really, the, the people all the way, the, the socialists, you know, on the left, they're, they're crazy. Well, get ready. You know what I mean? You know, like one of the mothers said, like, haven't kids been through enough this right, year? exactly. That some asshole whose only gainful employment he could get is a mall santa right is now become politics yes yeah and he's the master of the universe here yeah right all right he can decide who's going to do what he can decide who's not going to do what and the reason i talk in the beginning of the show the coming insurrection is is one of the reasons is because of stuff like that yeah all right where like a five-year-old kid can't ask for a red rider bb gun or a nerf gun without having a 50-year-old man pushing politics on him was right? he even and, 50 and, and breaking his i don't it's hard to tell he had the big fake beard on and everything but i would kick his ass all the way back oh, to the north pole 
Okay. Shouldn't be that, doing that job. Correct. Correct. Should not be doing that job. Uh, but here's one. You know, everybody says, we talked about this a million times on the show. Everybody says, just move, right? Yeah. Uh, I got a good one for you here. This is this is a really good one. This is legit. Um, Texas State Representative Terry Meza, M-E-Z-A, a female, Democrat from Irving County, Texas. Well, when you see her, she's quite handsome, by the way. <laughs> if you Google Terry, T-E-R-O-Y, Meza, M-E-Z-A, I guess. She looked like she was a linebacker for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, she's probably in her 60s now. So this is a bill, an actual bill, House Bill 196. Ooh. Okay. Her bill would repeal the state's castle doctrine. If a lot of you out there don't know, Texas and Florida have the two strongest castle doctrine laws on the books out of all 50 states. Yeah. So this doctrine allows a homeowner to use deadly force against an armed intruder who breaks into his or her home. So this is her bill. She's saying, I'm not saying that stealing is okay. All I'm saying is that it doesn't warrant a death penalty. Thieves only carry weapons for self-protection <laughs> and to provide the householder, wait, to provide the householder an incentive to cooperate. Oh, come on. So she goes on. This is real, by the way. This 1984. Like out of the onion. Yes. It's not, though. They just, the thieves, they just want to get their loot and get away, okay? Oh, that's all they want to do. Correct. They want to get their loot and get away is what she's saying. When the And she wrote, when the resident tries to resist, that's when people get hurt. Yeah, the criminal gets hurt. And, and she follows it up with, if only one side is armed, fewer people will be killed. Okay. In what alternate universe is this one? And they elected her. In the, and Texas. she'll get reelected. And yes, she'll she get reelected. And you know what? This bill will get votes. Oh, yes, it will. All right. Oh, so if only one side is armed, fewer people will be killed. So we should arm the criminals. Ugh. That's what she's saying, straight up. Well, only the, well, she's saying only the criminals should be allowed to be Correct. armed. Only the criminals should be allowed to be armed. It's kind of like New Jersey. Exactly. New Jersey's wow. the same way. Bail reform. They just this guy just got out of prison. Um, he was spent almost most of his adult life in prison up in the Sparta area. Uh, he got out early release. He killed. So he stabbed his girlfriend in a car, and he didn't kill her. But he got out of prison for early release. He was out of prison two days, and he stabbed another woman to death. Oh, good God! Yeah, he was. You know, this, and this that's is our, in that's Sparta. Up in Sparta. Oh yeah. my God. So uh, so that's why I'm saying the coming insurrection. So we have a woman that actually thinks this way, yeah. Terry Meza, and she will have people that agree with it. If only one side is armed, fewer people will be killed. Seems legit. So let's arm the criminals. Yeah, right. Because the criminals are only carrying a gun to get your stuff. Oh, and for their own protection. And know. for their own protection. You know, and right? if you introduce a gun, that would create a problem for the criminal, and we can't have that. I wonder okay. what Terry would be like if someone broke into her house at night. Oh, wait. No, she has armed security. Yeah, and probably lives in a gated community yeah, with a really high wall. Yep. Uh, so, I'm going to, because I'm continuing on this list. Here's a Soros-backed district attorney from L.A. 
this district attorney is from L.A., and he already published his do not prosecute list for Los Angeles. <laughs> Good Lord. He's, this is a directive that, he's, that all the attorney, state's attorney generals in L.A. County are told they are not to prosecute um, things because he feels that it's uh, racist to the people. Okay? So, he, Los Angeles court should not be revolving doors for those in need of treatments, all right? One of his directives said. So, here's what he wants. A list of offenses that they're not going to prosecute anymore. Trespassing, disturbing the peace, possession of alcohol, driving without a license, oh. driving with a suspended license, oh. making criminal threats, drug and paraphernalia possession, being under the influence of a controlled substance, oh. public intoxication, oh. loitering to commit prostitution. I I'm guess okay this guy never one. heard of broken windows. Yeah, no. Are resisting arrest. But oh. wait, in addition, prosecutors will not seek death penalty, and those accused of misdemeanors and low-level felonies will be referred to community-based programs going forward. <laughs> he says, our oh, prosecutorial God. approach must employ the lightest touch necessary in order to provide public safety. In order to provide public safety. These people are delusional. Yeah, again, they're Soros-backed people. He went after yeah. all the district attorneys. He started about 14 years ago. Right, and he's uh, he, been very successful at this. Correct. So this jackass, George Gachon, he doesn't believe... Uh, that you know, we should have tougher police. We shouldn't be tough on crime. No, we need more we social workers. We, yeah, we shouldn't have all of these, you know, uh, heavy sentences or anything. He wants to use a lighter touch. That's why I'm telling you, there's a coming insurrection because I don't know how much longer the law-abiding citizens can continue in in reality, not in an alternate reality like the elites. All well, right? if you because want to see that's prosecutions happy, watch what happens when law-abiding citizens start taking to the streets. To try to regain their um, their rights, then you'll see prosecutions. Because you know you're you're giving the criminals more rights and and more leeway than the victims now. Yes, and it's happening everywhere. Yes. It's happening on the coast with the coastal elites and all, all the big cities and stuff. It's been and happening again, in New the, Jersey for decades. Yeah, correct. And you know you ha you have your Jack Dorseys and the Cuck Zuckerberg and all of those other ones. They they you know they. 24-hour security they again they live in an elitist alternate universe just like you know these two georgia senate races are going on i'm really not following them that close right but all these all these hollywood people and all of these ugly arcs from the tech companies they're all there yes like mm -hmm. going yep. door to door to get people to vote and spending millions of dollars on this campaign and the uh, powers that be in georgia for some odd reason are allowing it to happen like it's political suicide I wonder uh, if Stacey Abrams, what Stacey Abrams has on this guy. Maybe he uh, won his seat uh, by um, hook or crook. Yeah, you know, Stacey Abrams is still, she's the governor of Georgia still. She never yeah. stepped down. She never conceded from that, right? She still thinks she's the governor. But <laughs> she's, yeah. got a, she's got a lot of power. Okay. Oh, yeah. Everyone on the left has a tremendous amount of power. And for some, you know, again, this is Chinese money. 
There's no two ways about this. And, you know, we've talked about this. I've told that story a a dozen times about, um, you know, driving a limousine in, in college and driving the Chinese back then. And the organizer of the group saying that it is China, the Chinese um, long-range plan for total worldwide economic domination in the next 50 years, and that was only 30 years ago, or, well, 35, 40 years ago now. Wow. But So they're right on target, and they, they own every politician on the West Coast. Yes, yes. And uh, Republican and Democrat. What's going on otherwise? Explain what's going on otherwise. Now we can't even, we're never going to be able to trust our voting system ever again. No, no, no. You think anybody's going to vote anymore? No, as long as it's uh, mail-in voting, there is no more, there is no more. And that eunuch Bill Barr, that that imbecile, dial tone moron, he's, you know, he's done absolutely nothing for justice in in this whole thing, come on, he's part of the swamp. Yes, he man. is. Yes, absolutely part of the swamp. You know what I mean? He's part of the swamp. You know, I, I think that's one of Trump's biggest problems. Is he? You know, was he came in thinking he could change things by using the same people who were there. He allowed them to convince him that they were on his side when nothing could be further from the truth. They, Correct. They, you know, it's government is a self-licking ice cream cone, and uh, <laughs> it's just the way it is, man. It's always going to be like that. So Virginia wants to repeal concealed carry. Texas is going to get rid of the Castle Doctrine. Right. L.A. issued a whole list of stuff they're not going to prosecute on. New York has done the same thing. New Jersey has done the same thing, giving illegals and criminals way more power than the taxpaying law-abiding citizens. I'm just wondering when the awakening is going to happen outside of the 2A community. I don't know. You know, when is, the, when is it going to I'm wondering up? when it's going to happen inside the 2A community. It's just that's a, that's a good point. There's always backbiting, infighting, yes. egos, people getting pissed off. Listen, I've had my share of losing my temper. Okay, yeah, uh, getting pissed off with other leaders, two way groups, other people, personally, everything. I'm past that for a long time now, and I'm going to continue to be past it uh, because I'd like to see. The way things are going right now, my last hurrah, I'd love to see 10-round mag repealed, and I'd love to see the Supreme Court take our carry case. Hmm. Or Firearm Policy Coalition, SAF, and J2AS case. Either one. Okay, I would like to see one of the two, or maybe it'll be three by then, cases taken. That To me, that would be my swan song. I'd be like, okay, I'm gone, I'm done, I had a good time, you know? Uh, just, Just those two cases. Unfortunately, mag- I, I don't think that's going to happen because, uh, I mean, look at what's going on with the Supremes now. You, they're not going to hear this case. Um, they're not going to yeah. hear the case of uh, uh, Texas, uh, the Texas case suing people for, for to protect <laughs> the rights of voters. They're just not going to hear it. No, I know. I'm only worried about the 2A case, though. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Supremes. Well, once I they start did, to pack that court, <laughs> yeah. we're I, done. Well, if they if we if we hold on to the Senate, they're not going to pack the court. And we're not going to hold on to the Senate because it's already being stolen right now. The election in Georgia is already being stolen. It's it's just not going to happen. You're just a ray of sunshine. I'm sorry. You're just a ray of sunshine. Just uh, it's just reality. I, I it sucks. I'm done. I'm just done. Done. 
You are? Yep. So where are you where are you moving to? There is no <laughs> there is no place to move. I'm gonna wait till states start to secede, I guess. And maybe <laughs> then I'll go there. Which you're gonna, is, hit, you're gonna lead the secession too. charge. Yeah, I'll they... lead the secession charge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too old for that shit. I'm just gonna bob and weave and do what I gotta do. You know, even though they're landlocked, I could see West Virginia seceding. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right? West they Virginia's got the they have the balls. Up. Yeah. They they, they really yeah. do. They have the balls to do it. Right. So no I, teeth, I can, but plenty of Oh I'm the one that usually says stuff like that. <laughs> I've been hanging oh, around you way too long. Oh my god. And I have a lot me. of friends in West Virginia. <gasps> actually most of them do have some teeth. So Oh my God. So uh what else are we going to talk about today? I don't really feel like talking to you, to be honest with you. No? All right. No, well, it's we just, just one, I'm having one of those years. You want to... We- <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we, we're our, we are shows away from our 11th year. Could you imagine? This is no. four ninety nine. Next week is show 500. Right. And for, for you new listeners out there, so I met Sandy in Belleville. He came and took some classes. He called the NRA. They referred him to me. We became friends. And Sandy was hanging out a little bit. And he saw me answering the same redundant questions with people. And he said, you should do a podcast. And I said, what's a podcast? <laughs> and that was uh, about 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half years ago. I said, what's a podcast? And it was so just it was, me repaying you for ruining my life. Good. I'm glad. Scott Box says I ruined his life, too. So you might as well join the foray. Absolutely. But so Sandy uh, had the idea and he set everything up. And uh, the first bunch of shows, he did the show prep and everything. My God, so. we had such a hurdle to overcome in the beginning. But when we when we opened our show... We had more listeners than the average cum at the number one talk station in the world. Yep. And but we had it was incredible that we were able to overcome those type of technical issues because back then nobody knew what the hell a podcast was Correct. or how to get it, and technically it was virtually virtually impossible to get. It was the it was the wild west of new media, and that's how we got to. 499 shows which is again right amazing you know uh one more than last uh, week too yes (laughs) so i'm just i'm I'm sorry i'm reading emails you people are boring me so i got this message from rick richie rich keonis richie keonis who's a member of the range he comes in on sundays and he wrote anthony last weekend my sister and her boys had their first experience at gun for hire my brother was here from Puerto Rico, and he rented a 9mm, and my sister rented a long gun, twenty-two long rifle. Being that it was her first time, we wanted to make sure she, she could get accustomed to everything without worrying about recoil. Of course, she tried the 9mm. He sent me videos. And he wrote, but here's the best part. My mom loved how everyone had a great time. She wanted to try it, too. So for my mom's 72nd birthday... <laughs> We brought her early Sunday morning to Gun for Hire, and I made sure to rent for my mom a long gun, and she was excited to try a Glock 44, <laughs> and she went through the entire box of 22 all by herself. This was her mom, my mom's first time firing a gun. We can't thank you enough, Anthony. Going to the range on Sunday was our highlight of mom's birthday, and That's I can't great. go without giving a huge thumbs up to RSO Joshua, who was not only there to teach my mom, but he was also the one 
who would help out my sister last week when she had some questions. You guys are incredible. An amazing round of applause to Gun for Hire. We purchased the gift box for mom, so you know she's got another round of shooting at the range <laughs> coming up soon. That's great. Thanks again, Anthony. I think I may have to just become a member next time we're there. I don't think I'd visit the range more than three times a year, let alone in less than a year, just a couple of months. God bless you guys. Thank you, Rich. I'll see you on Sunday morning. I usually miss Rich. I come in around 11 on Sundays. Yeah, right. And uh, so I miss him. And But, you know, I, I told him to send me a message. I want to know when you're when you're going to be there. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. And uh, so just just a great guy. And I, I love to read. I love to read stuff like that, you know. Uh, That's and great. I'm const- I'm constantly helping people out with, with permit stuff. It's not never ending through Instagram, Facebook, emails, Messenger, and stuff. I applied. It's been four months. It's this and that. I mm-hmm. send them J Factors letters. Um, a couple of people have had success with that. So it's it's not it's not easy. You know, um, I know uh, how much longer we have before we have a break because you're pissing me off. Got about six minutes. So here's here's something really important. You know, we were talking about people's uh, health and stuff. Uh, So uh, where is it? Jules. Jules. Okay, you ready? And great show. How many of these morons that complain to you about their concealed carry don't even vote? Happy to hear you navigated the complicated academic health center with flying colors and no critical issues to deal with. My hospital stay last week. As you know, I'm on the road to recovery from the Wuhan virus. Never been a fan of those red Chinese bastards. (laughs) Now more than ever, I'm feeling really good today. However, Sandy has me about 60%. Although this is not the worst, worst health condition I've experienced in my life, I'm happy that I didn't lock myself in my basement like Joe Biden since March and live my life as circumstances permitted. I think if I had done that just to avoid this setback, but I'd be insane by now. Looking forward to your book. Would like to stop by this week. Uh, I've got an Air Marshal's Challenge coin for you, and I wanted to get a few copies of Petrolino books, Petrolino's book uh, from my new gun owner friends, Jules. Jim DeGiulio has been on the show a long time. Yeah. Him and Sandy are both gold members of the range. Tracy and I went to his 70th birthday party, and he contracted the coronavirus, and it hit him really hard. He contracted and, uh, the virus at his birthday party? <clears throat> no, no. Mm-hmm. We went to his birthday party, though. No, his birthday party was a few months ago. Okay. So uh, he uh, he contracted the virus, Jules, and uh, at 70 years old, not a good thing. But it seems like he's coming out of it. His stepson, uh, Giancarlo, was in the other day, and I said, tell me the truth. How's Dad doing? And he goes, no, much better, much better. You know, so. Good. So we that's, wish you uh, well, Jules. We miss you. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We miss you. We really, we really can't wait till you get back here. But, uh, yeah, Tracy and I stopped at their house in Woodland Park. They had a birthday party for him in the kitchen, in the deck and stuff. It was it was, it was was really good. Nice. So this letter is from Richie McBride. Uh, Anthony, the hypocrisy and lying about the pandemic have become apparent to anyone with an IQ above room temperature. Small and medium businesses are being destroyed while large corporations are being extravagantly enriched. Politicians persecute anyone with the temerity to question their dictates while enjoying wonderful meals with their insiders, contributors, and friends. I feel it has come to the point where the pain of lockdown must be shared with the entire population of the state. If small and medium businesses are forced to close, 
then so should multinational large corporations operating in the state. And government employees should not be exempt. <laughs> yeah. All state, county, and municipal employees should be furloughed with no exception for essential employees. Anyone with a family mortgage or rent has an essential job. Amen. Here, here. If this policy was enacted, draconian lockdowns would be quickly abandoned. The public unions, unions from where much of our leaders' support, financial and otherwise, is derived, would not support such a plan. We cannot continue to have exempted our essential classes of workers. If we lose the small and medium businesses in our state, the entire system will collapse. Amen. That's the point. That's right. But maybe that is the whole point. Yeah might like right minds think alike by the way i work in law enforcement and i find it hard to bear witness to what my fellow citizens are being forced to accept i would be eligible for the same furlough as everyone else rich m here here i mm -hmm. agree again we've seen the largest wealth gap ever the past nine months yep in this country small businesses are crippled and our public masters don't care because all of their money and votes come from their union base their government worker base and their uh the the big political donors that own like targets and walmarts and home depots and lowe's and amazon so and if you let's take a look at the world economic forums plans for what's going on with the with these quote great reset you'll see that this whole new world order this is what it's about it is about getting these people who are buying into this, the, the huge companies, to take over because they're easily controlled. The same thing happened with the American Medical Association and the American Hospital Association. And that started maybe a decade or so ago where the single practice solo practitioner is not allowed to be able to exist today. You just can't Correct. do it. You know, Correct. but so you can, and the whole reasoning is from the government standpoint, you can't control 500,000 uh, independent duchies, but you can control 5,000 hospitals, which is why the move was for the hospitals to buy all the practices. And the younger group coming in today just doesn't know any different. They don't know any better. They'd rather just collect a check and not have to you know, be the entrepreneur of setting up their own practice like the doctors and lawyers of the past had to. Yep, exactly. So crush us all. Again, I don't know when other people are going to work this out and understand it and wake up like I have. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If it, when it's too late, the answer is always. When, when it's, it's too, too late. late. Yeah. When it's too late. Okay, well, then that's where we're headed for. Yeah. We're headed for a huge when it's too late, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we're headed for. So guess what? Got to do what we got to do. You know? Excuse me one second. It's that vegan pastrami. <laughs> where is his letter? Where is his letter? You ready? Okay. This is from Marty. The, the Marty. Vegan patriot i love marty um all right so i know you're alive since you're telling the story about your heart so <laughs> is it time to roll that one vegan meal a week back to your culinary choices f it i'll see you friday with a cholesterol free burger hmm, okay i'll eat it second the lunch <laughs> thing see, but i put that, that first it begrudgingly <laughs> He hates scams. The, the most disgusting and despicable humans buy a dog. I advocate for local pound, but sometimes I know I got taken on this, and then they need more money for a crate, for vet papers. I know. I've been sucked in, too. Yeah. He calls them MFers. 
he goes, fourth, depression and suicide. Lots of organizations out there, but there's only one I know that focuses on helping gun owners. And it was, uh, it was, it was set by uh, Matt Sedini, and it's called Walk the Talk America. Hmm. Walk the Talk America is uh, a meant they, what they use. Their mission statement is through formal education, outreach, and engagement with the mental health and firearms community. Walk the Talk America aspires to reduce firearm suicides and other negative incidents associated with firearms ownership. So it's called Walk the Talk America. Okay, Walk the Talk America. So uh, pass that on, Marty. We really appreciate that. Um, I'm much better now. The the, uh, the the images in my head and uh, are all, uh, you know, coming down and everything and the voices have stopped a little bit well they stopped arguing a little bit (laughs) oh what who's who wrote this oh wait p.s is sandy going to take the vaccine i bet you sandy's not going to answer that uh you're correct okay pps we don't currently have vegan pastrami okay he went the italian route he has sausage peppers and onions meatballs pizza fries and a supreme pizza burger house Burger patty with mozzarella cheese, marinara sauce, mushrooms, onions, and peppers. Holy shit. Oh, you it's on Marty's place, the then. list. Some very good ones out there. I uh, Okay. I uh, has some at home. He's going to do pastrami uh, with mustard and rye when he has it back in stock. Ooh, good. All right. Guys and girls, you want to talk about paying it forward? So when we were closed for 16 weeks, as most of you know, I did the quarantine crawl. One of the businesses I did on the quarantine crawl is City Tropics Tanning. And Anthony, the owner, has two locations, one in North Darlington and one in Nutley. And the one in North Darlington is right near uh, New Jersey High Intensity Training. I quarantine crawled the two of them the same day. I walked from one business to the other. And uh, so Anthony's a huge follower and supporter of uh, our rights and guns, him and his wife. And the other day I'm at work. And out of the clear blue sky, Richie comes in the office and says, this guy Anthony from a tanning salon is here with Toys for Tots. I said, Okay. He goes, I'm going to have him pull around back. I said, all right, I'll meet you in the back. I go back there. There's an entire long wheelbase Cadillac Escalade completely filled oh, with geez. toys from Target. Oh, my God. And him and his wife said that I do so much for the community, for everybody, that they wanted to do this. They felt it was important to do. And they went to Target and they spent $1,000. Oh, my God. And they filled their entire truck up and they brought it here. And when the Toys for Tots, when the Marine Corps uh, League came for the Toys for Tots yesterday, they were totally blown away. Last year, we had like 16 boxes. We're already at like 18 boxes full of toys already. Wow, that's fantastic. You know, that's that big white floor box, the Toys for Tots box. But I wanted to thank Anthony and his lovely wife, City Tropics Tanning. They're in North Darlington and Nutley. Support those who support you. Um, You know, uh, and that's that's what it's all about. So, thank you, City Tropics Tanning. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. 
as you walk further into the range, you're gonna notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50 yard range, which is heated and air conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. And we're back. Back. Uh, when you're ready, um, I'm, I'm having a three-way conversation here trying to do the radio show. You know, you you listeners are getting in the way of my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're all getting in the way. Let's talk a couple of things here. <clears throat> so this is from George O. First, questions have, you and Sandy had the opportunity to read the Alinsky Tactics Against the Left yet? Yes, I read the book. I did too. And it, it's textbook. Sandy read it too, George. It's textbook. We know what's going on. Yep. The problem, George, is there's only about 3% of us in the right. entire country that get it. <laughs> That's, That's it. Sure. <laughs> the other 97% only give a shit is when PS5 is coming out. Right. <laughs> oh, okay? God, or is it that true? That's oh, all they care about. That's, that's all, all I see about. online is that's when is PS5 coming out? And when is the next, yep. uh, I don't know, is Dancing with the Stars still on? Yeah, yeah, right. When is the next Dancing with the Stars? That's all they yeah, give a shit about. Much. Okay? Yep, yep, yep. You want to you know the truth, George? When you're driving, look around at all of those people wearing masks alone in their car with the windows up. Yep, and the statement. That'll tell you Okay, all. and I've That's said right. that before. The mask is on so they won't lick their windows, right? Right, right? But if you're driving around alone and you're wearing a mask, you're one of those 97%. Right. That really doesn't give a shit about anything. Right. Okay? 
So George's observation is the left wants to flip anything red to wrest control of everything, but the conservatives seem to be content to be number two because they're all in the same party. Yes. It's, it's just theatrics. Yes, it's just bullshit. It I right. mean, look what Mike Lee did with changing the HB1 visas last week. Right. From 7,000 to 70,000 tech workers from India and China, where we have 18 million people unemployed. Right. We all need to wake up. They don't give a shit. Okay. Right. So they got the, theirs. Correct. So he's right here where he says that the conservatives are content to be number two so they can complain about what the liberals are doing to destroy the country. At least that's how it seems from my seat. It's the same way. But, George, at the end of the day, they're both eating from the same trough. That's right. Yeah. And they really don't give a shit about it. They don't care. The Democrats and Republicans will sell our asses to China and do whatever it takes because we have a three-tiered system here, and they have coddled up to the first tier with the elites and the billionaires. The political class is equal to them, even though they don't have the billions, they only have millions, but they're all considered the same because they have that power, which adds a few zeros to their net worth. That's right. Okay? Second question, George says, how the hell do we fight the liberal system and take ground back when it appears we're fighting an organized liberal system with a conservative system that seems content to keep any ground um, they have but don't fight with the zeal and fire the liberals do sandy what would you say to that because you're you're good at this how do we fight this liberal system and take any ground back when the conservatives just seem content the problem is is that the conservatives fight in a different way they try logic and reason and it just doesn't work no, it has to be based on emotion. Yes. And destruction. Yes. Right? Yes. That's that's that, what works. Emotion is the thing that drives. And you can't control. You're, you're controlling population. You gave that right now. You gave it over to, I don't understand it, you know, from the standpoint. Public health has always been like that. Public health has always been about control. And this this was just, in, I'm, I'm not saying that anyone planned this. But they planned to use it for many, many decades. The next opportunity that comes up, the communists have been trying to do this forever. Um, they've been trying to do it for the last hundred years. They tried in the 1930s. They tried again. Um, there was all-out war in the streets in the 1930s. People don't realize that, but there was. There, there was a, a group of socialist Italians, Sicilians, not Italians, who... Uh, literally blew up Wall Street. If you go to Wall Street, you'll still see the pockmarks on the sides of the buildings. They left that there from where bombs exploded. This is nothing new. What I fear is that there is no resistance now. Back mm. then, when uh, when when uh, FDR and Woodrow Wilson tried their shenanigans, the Democratic Party stood up to them and said, no, we're not going to do that. When FDR wanted to pack the courts, when Wilson wanted to pack the courts, they 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 stood up and said no. When the socialists wanted to take over then, the Democrats stood up and said no. We have an entirely different Democrat Party now. It's mm-hmm. not the Democrat Party of our fathers and grandfathers. These are socialists and communists. China owns America. So I don't know, George. China, and then he wrote, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm lost as to how to help. I told you how I was snubbed. So are we, the, George. <laughs> yeah, he was snubbed by the NJGOP after the last Trenton rally when I tried asking how I could help. But I don't want to give up. Don't give up, George. I'm not no. going to give up either. No. You know, uh, We're just tired. And, 
Correct. Now, the other thing is, uh, you know, Doug Steinhardt has just said he's going to run for governor. And uh, John Bramnick said he's not running for governor because he's a waste. And uh, so it looks like it's going to be Steinhardt against Jack Chitterelli. And already there's dissension amongst the people, uh, you know, splitting it with Steinhardt and Chitterelli, which I knew was going to happen. But Steinhardt and I started on a real rocky road and uh, he manned up and we met. And everything he's told me he's going to do, he's done so far. And he's reached out to me and other um, NRA people. Um, and uh, so I'm going to be endorsing Doug Steinhardt. Uh, he regained 200,000 new people to the New Jersey Republican Party, okay, mm. when he took over as GOP chair. So, George, uh, I'll be talking to you and Doug Steinhardt and his team on what we can do over the next uh, seven or eight months to try to get him elected to get Murphy out. Uh, uh, Steinhardt gets uh, some shit because he's a partner in the, a law firm where uh, Jim Florio's a partner. Yeah. But they have different political views. I mean, Steinhardt is is really pro-gun. And I Jim mean, Florio son is a competitive is, you know, I mean, he's, shooter. He's pretty yeah. much just a name on a door. Correct. He's 172 years old. Yeah. But uh, so Steinhardt is, is, is my pick over Jack Cittarelli. I know Jack Cittarelli has been campaigning for 17 years now or whatever, but uh, I'm going all in with, uh, with Doug and I'm, I know I'm going to get shit from other two a people, but what it is, what it is. If we're always fighting amongst each other, that's another problem we have, George, in the Republican uh, party is we're always fighting against each other. Where in the the Democrats have unity, like we said, they even protect child molesters. Yeah, right. Okay, they come to the defense of junkies and 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 criminals. You know, yeah. like they stood right till the end to Harvey Weinstein, right? Because he was a big donor. Same you with know, Joe money, Biden. money over morals, baby. Right. right. You know, we don't Joe Biden. That's right. We don't do the well, money. They're going to burn him at the stake now. You know, oh course. yeah, Biden's now. That's why the whole Hunter Biden thing came out. Right, now, exactly. With the laptop, the 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 press. And the Ogliarchs suppressed it until uh, the election was over. Because the whole idea was to get um, uh, uh, Harris in to begin with. Correct. And now you have it. And so because she's owned by the Chinese. You know? Correct. 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 So, so yep, here we are. We're kind of screwed. Who is this? Somebody sent me a message and then, you know, I like it. And, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, good. So... <laughs> Now, Darius following up from last week asking me about, you know, with the whole why am I calling um, why am I not calling Biden president elect? He said, thank you for answering my question on the show. I've been posting online recently way much less as I don't want to use Facebook, Instagram or Twitter that much that the U.S. has turned into a banana republic and voter voting matters as much as Belarus or Russia or the USSR. Oh, shit, man. Do I agree with you? We're done. We are a banana republic. He wrote, yes, republic has been lost because uh, people had it too good and got cozy and lazy. I'd like to add fat, too. <laughs> he goes, I've been there. I know. Plus, public schools are one-sided with revised liberal history lessons. Anyway, thank you for all you do, Darius. Darius, I love you, and I know. It's, it's fallen into a banana republic, and that's where it's going to stay unfortunately there's really nothing we, we can do about it right no. i mean let's face it no we've George, allowed same it to way. slip through our fingers we've gotten fat and yep. lazy right and the media the legacy media runs the whole show 
and they control the narrative. And then you have, of course, you have the ugly arcs, the big tech masters of the universes. You know, you can't really have a democracy as long as you have Google the way it is now, because they decide what we're going to see, how we're going to see it. Yeah, you're right. Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all of this antitrust lawsuits and stuff, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it's all theater. Yes. I'm telling you right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. It's, it's all theater. These You're telling me Letitia James from New, New from New York State, who yeah, was trying to yeah. dissolve the NRA, <laughs> she's suing Zuckerberg yeah. for antitrust. Mm. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. At the wake same time, up. he's contributing to her campaign. Yeah, this is all theater yes, to make up right. to make the small percentage of people who realize all the rigging that went on to make us feel good. It's in the in the long run, it's not going to end up doing anything. They're still going to continue doing what they're doing. So forget it. This is what uh, Benjamin Franklin was talking about when he said, Madam, I've given you a republic if you can keep it. If you can keep it. Well, it didn't take long, did it? A couple hundred years Mm -hmm. and uh, new technology with no constraints on it, not real First Amendment protection and free speech on all of these social media platforms because they're privately owned and Section 230 or whatever the hell it is. But, yep, we're screwed. So an an email from Ken Armilio. He goes, I know on the show you've asked people to let you know how the permit system is working. I applied for a permit in October and received the final approval email 47 days later. Damn, that's too long. I am in Dumont, and with the old system, they were typically right around 30 days. When I checked in with the firearms officer after a month, he said they were really swamped with applications, but they were working on them. They are pretty responsive when you ask them for an update in my town. And then he wrote, I asked via email how I get an extension since they are only for 90 days and they're all electronics now. He goes, you'll like the response. The cop said, that's a great question, which I don't know. This is all new to us. The state police will have that answer. (laughs) Whichever of us finds out first, we will let each other know. Ken, when you find out, let me know. I need this data. Anybody else out there that's gotten a a new 90-day permit, it started October 10th, let's say, November, December, so January 10th. So right around mid-January, somebody should be reaching out to me that got an extension on their new digital permit. I want to know how they did it. So I think, Ken, the reason why it normally took 30 days paper and it took 47 days now is because they are swamped. We're probably going to close the year with 10 million new gun owners in the United States. And every police officer that comes in here, I talk to them. If they're brass or if they work in, you know, uh, administrative or something, I'll say, so what's going on in your town with the permits? All of them are like, holy shit. we've never seen it like this before we've never it's 20 times 30 times we can't keep up with them the stat so uh, i'm not saying it's right they should be issued in 30 days but (laughs) the towns are getting hammered anytime you add one more layer of bureaucracy things move so much better yes now i don't know how this is going to play out i don't really know how this is going to play out with Future voting and future gun control laws, Sandy, with 10 million new people, boom, just having an awakening. Again, all of them. Again, the, I don't know I if know. they've had an awakening. They just bought guns. Okay, so, all right. But maybe the most of them will not change their voting, but maybe a few of them will change their thinking. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a bizarre world right now. So I don't know. I, I do know the left is arming themselves against the right right now. Based on what I'm reading in the Reddit blogs and all this other stuff, that's what I'm seeing. I hope you're wrong. I uh, do too. 
I want to do some housekeeping before I talk about an important issue again. So don't forget Marty's V Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention Gun for Hire, get 20% off. If you can't go to New York, go to Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on, in New Jersey on Fridays. If you need gun insurance in New York, uh, go to nytacdefense.com. Tell Peter, tell him Gun for Hire sent you. Get a 10% discount. If you're in the 49 other states, U.S. Law Shield, use code Gun for Hire to get 10% off. The book, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, is available on Amazon and at the Gun for Hire store. We've been selling a bunch of them, by the way. People coming in, Great. buying them for gifts. I also just gave one out as a gift to a new gun owner that's a family friend of mine. Uh, if you own any edged tools, Legal Blade Knife Law App 2.0, Doug Ritter, check it out, download it. The great one, Evan Knappen, Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Do not forget the Quarantine Crawl page is up. It's quarantinecrawl.com, 266 Pro 2A businesses products and services not a big box business there at all everything is locally owned small businesses go there before you're going to buy anything for christmas or hanukkah or you're going to go out to eat or you're going to order food go there first mention the quarantine crawl my book crime proof think like a criminal and beat them at their own game and buy this shit or i will beat you will be available in a couple more months i love it okay now since Marty had mentioned this organization and it's the holiday season and it's high depression season, I've been having a few more uh, conversations with mental health professionals. Hmm. I'm revisiting last week's learning with this week's learning again because I think it's, it's eso es muy importante, okay? Yeah. So there is uh, obviously walkthetalkamerica.org which is through formal education, outreach, and engagement with the mental health and firearms communities, Walk the Talk America aspires to reduce firearm suicides and other negative incidents associated with firearms ownership. That's one. But I want to go back and reiterate Dr. Optoff's list because I think it's too important for us not to uh, do it. And then I'm going to – I have something else about uh, California. <laughs> We're in big trouble. But a uh, couple of things. So Dr. Optoff from the Optoff uh, Center for Psychotherapy in Westwood, New Jersey, he's on the quarantine crawl as well. And he's a 2A friendly um, doc, by the way, that you can go to him without worrying about being ostracized or prejudged. But a couple of things. So we're dealing with uh, the pandemic, the holiday season, and mental health, and we're looking out for our friends and family. He wrote, here's a brief list to what your listeners should keep an eye out and an ear for. So I'm repeating it from last week because I feel it's that important, Sandy. Feelings of helplessness or hopelessness. A bleak outlook that things won't get better. Loss of interest in daily activities. Don't care about hobbies, pastimes, or sex. Appetite or weight changes. Either way, eating more or not eating. All right? Sleep changes. Either insomnia or oversleeping. Anger or irritability. A low frustration tolerance. Loss of energy, fatigue, sluggish, physically drained, basically dragging ass, right? Self-loathing, uh, strong feelings of worthlessness or guilt, a reckless behavior, substance abuse, compulsive gambling, reckless driving, a concentration problem, trouble focusing, decision making. Number 10 is unexplained aches and pains. So the doc continues. 
depressed men are less likely to acknowledge feelings of self-loathing and hopelessness. Instead, they tend to complain about fatigue, irritability, sleep problems, and loss of interest in work and hobbies. They are also most, more likely to experience symptoms such as anger, aggression, reckless behavior, and substance abuse. It may be important to point out that just because you experience some of these symptoms doesn't mean that a person's guns are in jeopardy. The sooner someone talks about what they are experiencing, the sooner they will feel better and maybe have fewer issues regarding their guns. Um, you know, he wrote, you know, not sure how this should be presented, but, you know, you have to be careful because some therapists could use red flag laws. So you want to obviously make sure you get help from someone that is understanding. Uh, and he, of course, the disclaimer, obviously, the following information is not intended to provide a medical diagnosis of major depression and cannot take place of seeing mental health professional. If someone thinks they are depressed, talk with your doctor or mental health professional immediately. This is especially important if your symptoms are getting worse or affecting your daily activities. Hope this helps. Each one reach one. Dr. Jerry Optoff. I can't stress the importance of this at this time because uh, with the lockdowns continuing. Yeah. Uh, it's going to continue ramping up, and uh, the numbers are going to go up, and the, the stories are going to continue to to come out, and uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate, and I, I just want everybody to, uh, you know, I want everybody to think about this, all right, and uh, look for the signs, friends, family, loved ones, and no one's exempt, young kids and everything today. Right. I mean, it's it's really especially really bad. the young kids for some reason. Um, well, not for some reason. They're just not. There's not the outlet of school, and Correct. you know, it's it's just not right. Kid and kids can't process things the way adults can, so they're I think even more vulnerable. But. So, the hits keep coming in. Public enemy number two in California is Javier Becerra. Now, most of you will recognize Javier Becerra's name because he's the attorney general for California. And Javier Becerra is listed on almost every lawsuit that's gone to the Supreme Court <laughs> and the Ninth Circuit. <laughs> yeah, it's always become With mag bans, assault rifles, carry permits, and everything. And he's one of these guys. He has no medical background or experience. But he is one of these guys that's been saying for years that firearms ownership is a public health emergency. Mm. We've heard this before. This is a workaround to use executive orders to ban guns. They tried this in the 70s, too. Correct. A public health emergency. Well, guess who Joe Biden is picking for the head of the Department of Health and Human Services? Wow, I don't know. Javier Becerra. <laughs> okay. He's the defendant on a bunch of ongoing gun rights lawsuits filed by SAF, Firearm Policy <laughs> Coalition, NRA. He's been sued at least five times by the SAF in California. And uh, he wants to declare gun violence a public health crisis. Okay? This guy has no medical experience at all, and he's going to be running health and human it? services. Exactly. Yeah. Okay? He was voted an F... <laughs> by the NRA, of course. But the cabinet positions he's picking, obviously, are scary. And, uh, you know, we'll see we'll see where this goes. But you can see the direction we're heading in because of ballot harvesting and ballot rigging and everything else that took place over the past two months, as predicted. Even Trump himself predicted it. He knew the election was going to be rigged. COVID was the perfect segue for that, to yeah. lock everybody down and have us all voting, you know, um, 
uh, by a vote mail votes. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're a banana republic now. And again, we'll never have a conservative again as long as no. this is how it is. Because remember, the polls are all manned by government workers. Right. Um, I read a thing on the, on the Babylon Bee. If you don't follow the Babylon Bee on any social platform, but uh, the teachers unions are not taking the uh, the Pfizer vaccine because they don't want to be forced to have to teach students again. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and as with most satire, it is not that far from the truth. It's not far from the truth. It's not far from the truth at all. I want to get paid for not doing anything all day long. Too, you know? Oh God! Oh, yeah, That's great. Because they're uh, they're the only frontline workers that are in danger. Yeah. How about um, the the lady, the seven year old lady that's been taking care of me at Shoprite for the past uh, nine months? What yeah. what about her? Screw her. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What what about her? She's there working every day with her mask and her gloves on. Right at the deli right? counter. Yeah. Not questioning shit. Right. Right. And I haven't seen her. She hasn't gotten any battle pay or war pay or anything. Right. But she's there every day doing what she has to do. So, but as long as you have the government workers and the unions, aka the left, running the polls, why even vote? Right, exactly. And that's what the, you know. Again, um, as George said, why? Why isn't this part of the? Uh, isn't this part of the reason? You know, wasn't this part of the plan? It's apathy is easy to to garner. It's pretty disheartening. So. I, I looked at some results on the pandemic, and so far this year in New Jersey, 85,000 people have perished. Last year was 75,000 people. Well, so, uh, here's the uh, here's the good news. Um, no one has died from heart disease this no, year, or the flu, or the flu. Yeah, but we've had uh, so we have we had this was as of December third. This was right off the New Jersey website, uh, New Jersey government website. So we've had 10,000 more people die. Uh, so if that trend continued, we'd probably have another 800 die by the end of the year. So it looks like about 11,000 people died. It's funny because about 8,000 died in nursing homes. You know, yeah, I wonder how with, that happened. With, 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 with the COVID. So, um, you know, I'll, it'll be interesting to see where the data is. But, again, if this pandemic was hurting their big political donors and the Ogliarchs, it would have been off already. Right. To be honest with you, but and if the numbers were actually if if the numbers were actually scientific and if decisions were actually being made based on science, and which never really happens, it's always yeah. politics. So um, you'd see a much different outcome. I don't know. I drove through New York. I've I've driven through uh, downtown Newark and Bloomfield Center. I, I don't know if we're ever really going to recover. No, I don't think so. What does Bloomfield Center look like? Uh, blight area. Oh. A blight area. Every third, fourth store is open, mm. you know, and it's like a bodega. All the small mom and pop stores are all gone. And as of, uh, you know, I've heard through the grapevine as of uh, t today, we're recording on uh, Friday. As of today, um, there are there are a major clampdowns going to be had again. Uh, in many states too. It's not just in the U.S. I know in uh, North Carolina, they just uh, they initiated a curfew. Uh, again, because the virus knows what time of day it is. So after, it gets much more active, apparently, after 9 o'clock at night. Correct. I don't and, know how that works, it just, but obviously it's a smart it thing. It's Chinese, you know. It's, right. You know how those Chinese are, you know. So, uh, so. It's Asian. It's an Asian, it's an Asian virus. So 
keeping with the stereotype. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, the, the the backs of the small businesses are crushed, and you know they really never had anybody uh, to protect them. You know, the the Chamber of Commerce is uh, is is shit. You know oh, what I mean? Chamber so, of Commerce and, Ger- and the Federation yeah. of Small Businesses are uh, shit. Another joke. Yeah. You know, so yeah. they're all they're all. Sh- so we don't have anybody. No. That that can handle uh, you know things for us and watch our back. So I've never belonged to the National Chamber of Commerce. I used to belong to the local. I will never send either a dime again. No, I wouldn't. No. And the National Federation of Independent in, Independent Business, and the uh, um, and the New Jersey uh, Federation of Independent Business, they could stick it. I will never give them a dime again. And the people that uh, the the restaurant <clears throat> organizations that pay into the restaurant federations and stuff, they should all tell them to stick it because yeah, nobody's, right. I haven't seen anybody come out vocally behind the podium or a press conference since the lockdown started. And the restaurants are almost all gone. Did you see the woman in California? Oh, uh, my heart, my heart bled for her. For, for you people that haven't oh. seen it, she cried. Her restaurant is shut down. Her outdoor dining is shut down in LA County. But you know, the film industry, the movie industry is exempt. And they and right, opened it right next door. Right next door to her outdoor tents, they set up new a tent for their production crew where they're all there eating and kibitzing and stuff because the movie industry is exempt. Right. And she was crying. She ended up being on a bunch of news networks and everything. But And the shit she got on social media was unbelievable. Yep. This is the duplicity that we're dealing with here. Okay. This is the duplicity, all right? It's all bullshit, you know? It's Diane all and I went bullshit. to our, for takeout at our favorite diner, uh, which is about 35 miles away last night. And I talked to the owner, um, and I said to him, you know, <laughs> it's so sad. It's so stereotypical. Jimmy, <laughs> he's of course, he's Greek. And I said to him, how you doing, man, with all this stuff? He said, we... Last week on Thursday night, we sold $400 worth of food. He said, I don't know how we're going to keep it up. I just don't know. And it, there, were two, there were two people uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the diner, two tables, and that was it. And, and, and the wait staff was just standing there. Um, I, I, my heart breaks for these people. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's not only that, it's just all the little small businesses everywhere I go. I go to Sister's Deli up here on Rifle Camp Road, a mile from my house. Yeah. It used to be such a robust business. Yeah. Every day they had hot yeah. tables, steam table specials and stuff. Now you go in, it's the two sisters. There used to be like five employees altogether there. It's 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 decimated. Yeah. And, and, and these so. places are not coming back. No. 75,000 restaurants in the United States have closed their doors permanently. It's, and uh, it's just going to continue to go. I mean, continue to shop local. Yeah. Continue to support small businesses, please. Go on to the quarantinecrawl.com and look at those businesses. Those people need double support. Not yes. only the small businesses, yep. but they're pro-2A businesses. That's right. I'd rather see the anti-gun pizzeria across the street from them close. I don't want to see any small businesses close. But if I have to make a choice... <laughs> It's true. It's very true. I'd rather see the small business closed that's anti-gun. Sorry, but that's what the left does to us. 
So I think we need to hang together or we will surely hang separately. And a happy Chinooka to everyone. Yes, happy Hononimika. <laughs> well, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you seriously from the bottom of our hearts for listening. And each one, reach one. I love you guys. Please be safe. From sea to the shine.